Hey, 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 welcome to Unplug with Annie. It's me, Annie, and I want to ask you a really important question. What is stopping you from achieving your dreams? Unplug with Annie is all about hope and perseverance, how we can together work against everything that is holding us back from achieving our dreams, even if that thing includes us. I hope that you enjoy all the conversations. Don't forget to follow Unplug with Annie on IG and Facebook, and you can stay updated with everything Unplug on the website www.unplugwithannie.com. I love to say we need to leave everything on the dance floor that is life. I am rooting for you. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. I have the lovely Geetha Sidhu Rob on the show today. She's an author, speaker, CEO and founder of Nosh Detox. We're going to be talking about her journey going from lawyer to starting a brand new company and specializing in nutrition. She also helped her son heal from severe food allergies, which we're going to be talking about just by targeting functional nutrition and looking at the way we eat as a means to heal our body. She describes herself as a health coach and nutritionist with a holistic understanding of how nutrition affects body functions and she has applied this with her passion to help over 15,000 clients including celebrities really target issues like digestive problems to coping with stress and fighting infections. She has taken home Entrepreneur and Businesswoman of the Year awards in 2010, 11, 14, 17 and 19. So she's definitely a woman on a mission and a woman who knows what she's doing. Her motto is change is inevitable and suffering is optional. Hi, Geetha. Welcome to Unplug with Annie. Thank you so much for having me. It, it's such a pleasure. And, you know, for the audience, just to get to know a little bit about you and what you're currently busy with, can you just give us a little, a little brief? So I'm, um, gosh, I was going to, there was a moment there. I thought, where do you start? I have um, five children. So I'm currently busy trying to avoid them in lockdown. <clears throat> but in fact, only three of them plus, plus, plus a significant extra lives at home with me. Okay. So um, there's that, there's two cats, one of which is a kitten who can turn up at any stage. And I'm also CEO of a company called Nosh Detox. So I run this health and wellness business and it's actually, we are just starting our 12th year for on the 6th wow. of January. Wow, amazing. Congratulations yeah. on 12 years. Yeah, I mean, in this climate, really, I'm so grateful. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and I, I know from, from what you've told me and the little bit I know about you is that um, this wasn't what you were always doing. Um, but something no. that you became very passionate about. So tell us what it was like because you were um, in in the, in the law arena before, um, and you you had a change and shift of career. Um, so what brought on that shift for you? And was it was it kind of like an immediate process that you just you knew you needed to make a change right now, or was it something which was quite a slow process? 
I mean, <laughs> I always laugh and I say, you know, I'm Indian. So my choices were doctor, lawyer, accountant, marriage or death. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, I'll pick one of those. And I was good with words. So I picked lawyer. So I never wanted to be a lawyer. I didn't enjoy it. it there are people that just love it. And I just never did. I, um, I did it because my father wanted me to do it. So when I came out as a lawyer thinking, oh my Lord, why am I even doing this? I think I spent every day looking for something else to do. <laughs> so I moved into corporate negotiation um, when I got divorced and I had a lot of small kids to feed and, and um, you know, and, and look after them. So my choices were led, I think in life I did this subconsciously and I now do it more consciously. I had certain priorities. My priorities were always the kids and then everything else. And so with the priority being the kids was then making money because I've always, I'm the only, I've been a single parent their entire adult life mm -hmm. um, for when the youngest was two. Um, and I've been the only breadwinner since that age as well. And London is a very expensive place to live and private school is a deeply expensive place to be. So it was, that was just my focus. How, and then my son was extremely ill when he was, uh, you know, a few months old, he was ill. He spent 200 of his first days of his first year in hospital. So it kind of felt like one thing and then another and then another. And when you have a sick child at home going to work, is really hard because you're like, will he be dead by the time I come back? And, and he actually did need to be resuscitated at least three times. So it wasn't a, a weird thought, you know, it was actually my reality. So I think it just got to the place where I was like, I can't bear it. I can't bear to constantly be looking over my shoulder thinking, are the kids okay? Is everything all right? Where are they gonna be? I was the only parent left for them when they were little, their lives had changed. And I just thought, okay, I give up. I'm gonna work from home. And I'm gonna work out how to do that. And you know, it's a really big deal to give up a salary and a team and an office. And I did this 16 years ago. Wow. And so 16, 17 years ago. So it's, it's really interesting when people were like, oh, you work from home? And it wasn't a positive thing at all. It was a, it was a very patronizing kind of a, oh, you're a woman. That's why you do it. And that's how it happened. So I evolved into it out of sheer, sheer necessity to eat and sleep and feed us. Wow. Well, I mean, like you said, celebrating 12 years. So it, it's been extremely successful. Um, and I'm sure the journey couldn't have been easy at all. But what was it like just re-educating yourself about something completely different? Because now, you know, you, you've, you've jumped into this world of nutrition and health. Um, very different to what you were doing before. So you had to like learn the ropes, I'm presuming, um, and start from scratch. Yeah, but I had to learn it anyway because my son was ill. So he was so ill I had, and they were like, there's no cure. He had asthma, eczema, anaphylaxis. And there was, he had literally, they were like, there is no cure. And I was like, well, that's rubbish. There must be something I can do being bloody minded. And um, for me, I always think no is kind of the start of the conversation, never quite the end of it. Yeah. So <laughs> I started to find ways to help him. And then by the time we got, so, so, you know, by the time I ended up having to make a living, he was seven or eight and he was, he would cure the asthma, cure the eczema. And I was like, I mean, I can do anything to anyone's body. If I can do, and children react instantly. So I was like, if I can do this to you, I must be able to do it to other people. And that's where that came from. So I had this huge amount of knowledge. And the problem I had 
was that none of this was knowledge that was being taught. In those days, people kept saying, get a nutrition degree. And, I'm, and, and if you ever get bored, there are many videos of me on, on, from that time being attacked on air by a nutritionist going, you've got to eat bread and dairy is really good for you. And how dare you not be, because I, I, I created a business that was dairy, gluten, egg, and nut free. Mm. And I got attacked for it. And I was like, you know what? They're just not necessary because there's a whole bunch of Indians that live and Africans that live without dairy and and, a whole, and I know they're healthy and Asian, you know, half of Japan. So I took that knowledge and fashioned a product because I thought if we're in need, somebody else must be in need. And that's where I came from. Mm, mm, amazing, amazing. And it's interesting how now so much has evolved, right? Because now the majority of doctors, I mean, I know that I follow a couple quite and have for quite some time and more and more research has come out where every you know people are saying these are the things you should be avoiding it was never meant to be in the diet um yeah and i i, I said this honestly I, and it's interesting because i have proof because i was on tv i was on radio and people are going go get a nutritional degree and i'm like i'm not paying you for a degree when you tell me i have to have milk every day i'm just not doing it um and so a lot of it's funny with my kids because they'll come and they'll go we've just discovered overnight oats and i'll be thinking i invented that like 10 <laughs> years ago 10 years ago i invented that we were the first company to deliver dairy and gluten-free food across the country we were the first company that we, we created juice fasts and brought and, and, and sold them in this country in 2008 we're the first company that ever did that so i look at a lot of this and i i feel good because i helped to make the nhs did a study last year for a whole year and they put a whole bunch of people with diabetes on a juice and soup cleanse mm -hmm. for a year and and oh my word found the most incredible change they lost weight they felt good everything went into remission i'm like really you could have phoned me i've <laughs> literally been doing this in 2008 and i have 15,000 people that have gone through it with everything from we work with cancer sufferers all the way through to diabetes through to I'm just fat and I don't like it. And so we just came from a place where you have a problem. How do we help you? How do we, we're not medical. How do we use a normal healthy solution to get you to feeling the best, you know, way you possibly can. And so we've just been doing that for a very long time. Wow, wow. And obviously, I mean, it took it took a lot of, you know, sacrifice as well. And you deciding to take that plunge and then fully commit to something else, which I think, I think so many people find really difficult, because it's almost like, we all know the grass is greener on the other side. But I think so many people would, would want a different life or different career to the one that they have currently, but just because of the fear of change and what's on the other side and uncertainty, you know, they don't take that plunge. Um, in, in terms of your experience then, do you think if it had not been for that need of your son that you would have taken that plunge? You know, it's, I mean, it's interesting. I always say that I was very lucky I had zero choice. I just had no choice. So I had to do what I had to do. But I now when I'm coaching people and I coach them into how to make change and how to do this stuff, what I'm doing with them is explaining to them that change is inevitable, suffering is optional. You are always evolving. Mm -hmm. 
It's just a question of whether you accept that you're evolving or you're not. I will have said something to you that would have changed your mind about something. That's an evolution of you to a different place. Having said that, setting up your own company is not for everyone. It just isn't. You know, there are people like one of my, my best friend absolutely would never work for himself. Never. And I'm very grateful because I could never work for someone else. Right. Right. So right. it isn't for everyone. I take enormous amounts of risk and every entrepreneur works their heart out on a daily basis but like the kids were saying we should go somewhere because we're in lockdown they're like let's leave and go to another country we all come from another country let's go there and I'm like I couldn't bear another holiday <laughs> I love what I do I'm like if you made me go on holiday again I would absolutely have to shoot myself in the head so it's not for everyone okay. some people like to go to work they like to get I, I, I remember things like paid holidays you know um, they like yeah, those yeah. things and so you should know yourself and when you know who you are, it helps you to evolve into the better version of you, not someone else. Yeah. The yeah. seeds of who you're ever going to be are always in who you are today. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's brilliantly put because we're in this culture which is, you know, it's very tempting to always look at someone else's life and what they think success is and compare ourselves. And for sure, absolutely hundred percent. Now you as as not detox you, you know there's so many there's a wonderful range of, of products you offer of services you offer you've had celebrities um recommend you what is the one thing which you think makes you different because obviously now you're one of the first people as you mentioned you know you started this back in 2008 um and now there's obviously so much on the market we have a lot more choice yeah. um what is the one thing which you think is, is very unique to what you do <clears throat> You know, we ask ourselves that a lot because we're always trying to have, we always have to understand that we, we, we've almost become a dinosaur in the industry and it's important not to become the world's best kept secret. I think that 98% of our clients reach their goals. And that's because that's our commitment. Our products are made to the highest degree to make sure that that is what happens. It like I created a vegan keto program and in keto, it's impossible to go vegan. And I was like, that's so annoying. Why can't I be? I just, just irritates me because I'm, I'm, I'm vegetarian. I'm most, I'm vegan basically. So I was like, no, why can't I eat keto? I want to eat keto. It took me seven months. This is where being a lawyer is really useful. And I created a vegan keto program and we won an award for it, which was phenomenal. But it's, it comes from that place of absolute dedication to the authenticity, which is what is it we're here to do? We're here to make your problem go away. And that, and so we constantly train in that, we learn about that, we create products that do that. And we also make money, but we start from how can we help you? So, 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 so I think that's what makes the difference. Yeah. I think it also helps that I live this way and that all my team live this way. And we, it's a standing joke that you come and work for us and within three to six months, your, your, your food habits have completely changed, your lifestyle, mindset, you know, everybody meditates and they do all that stuff. But we've always done it because I've always done it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really weird, but we're not. <laughs> we still drink. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's great though. It's, um, you know, to achieve like congruence or like, you know, within the whole company as well. I mean, that is really rare. And I think you said it perfectly because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, they don't realize it's, it's after the result 
but it's not necessarily solving the problem and committing to that, which you, you mentioned, you know, is still very important and, and at the forefront. Um, now, one of the things I definitely wanted to ask you was the vitamin drips, which I know that you offer and um, at your clinic. And that's just, that's, that, I mean, it exploded at one point, obviously it's, it's been on the market for a while, but what makes that different and why is that important? What makes that unique to, um, you know, as opposed to taking a supplement, for example, or getting those vitamins from our daily diet? Um, well, so the vitamin drips, actually, I brought those in in 2013. I say this a lot, but it's true because we can <laughs> track this. What happened was I had spent six or eight months before that. I used to travel in and out of Hollywood every Los Angeles once a month. Um, because I had a lot of clients there. So I used to just fly in, but I flew in for two or three days and I would come back. And my because the kids were so little, my jet lag was brutal and my systems didn't work. And I just was really struggling. And I was like, and then I was in somebody's house who's very, very famous. And some doctor turned up and this guy's like, give me a minute. And he's dropping his pants. And I'm like, oh my God, why am I here? I'm going to get, I'm going to die. And he starts injecting him in the bum. And I'm like, this is now 2012. And I thought, oh, and then the, eventually the doctor, it happened a few times. The doctor's like, would you like to try one? And I'm like, oh, you know, totally terrified of needles. I'm so needle phobic. And yeah. he gave me a B12 shot. Okay. And I got no jet lag. And I'm like, wow. what on earth was that? And how do I get more of it? So this poor guy, I'm by now the doctor and I'd make friends. I would go to his house for lunch because I was there for like three days. Um, and I was like, how do you do that? What are you doing? So I then spent the next six months trying to going in between a naturopath and a medical doctor saying, how do, if, if I feel like this, how do I make it better? Then going to the doctor and saying, what do I do to, to, to create this? What's the vitamin I need? And so I created these formulae off the back of that. I mean, and that's, I think the other thing with us because we put so much care into everything that we do, you know, to make sure. And so I created these products and then very luckily, a girl who then be, has now become a friend of mine was on the board of Philips and had suffered chronic burnout. And so Phillips were like, can you fix help? You know, So they would fly her out once a week. She was in Amsterdam. And we started putting her on, a, I was like, I'll try this, but I don't know, right? So we put her on a course of these drips and it was phenomenal. It completely changed her life and it changed my life. I was like, yes. So we then started to sell them. Um, so the thing with IV drips is when you eat a supplement, it is only as good as your stomach health. So it is only absorbable at the level at which your gut works. Now, when your gut, your gut stops working with stress, with bad food, with sugar, with a hundred things. So mostly your gut's working at sort of 40% of what it should be doing. Even someone like as healthy as me, it's like, you know, and when you're younger, it works better. And as you get older, it just stops working as well. So the IV drip goes directly into your bloodstream. And it just, your body takes exactly what it needs and you pee out what it doesn't need. Mm. And it is like this because your, your blood's always running, your blood's always working. So it literally goes through your system. And it is phenomenal. It has made such a difference to so many people because it gives you mental acuity that really sharpens the way your brain works. It changes the, the texture of your skin. It is a phenomenal thing. Um, and... It's unfortunate. It's, it's, it's a needle. I was just going to say that it was it was enough to get you off your phobia because I'm oh, like I that. The, I still cry. 
I'm, I'm a baby. So we have the best nurses because I'm such a wuss. And so every nurse that comes in, the new one, it's like, well, if you can get the boss to let you do this, then you're a really good nurse because I have such a needle phobia. It's not going anywhere. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm exactly the same. That's why when you said, I was just like, oh my goodness, that's me. <laughs> that's I'm literally weeping. And then they're like, put an injection in my bum and I'm like this and oh, I'm just the biggest drama queen. I've given birth without drugs and I can't handle needles. Wow, it's I funny. Literally... It, it, yeah, I know it's funny, isn't it? I mean, going on off the back of, off the back of this and talking a bit more about nutrition, Obviously, what we put in our bodies affects us mentally as well, affects the way that we function in general, our energy levels, everything, um, the way we look, of course. And at the moment, and, and what has been apparent is that, you know, despite the fact that medicine has evolved, we have so much knowledge on nutrition, there's so much more choice on the market. We still have sort of like a mental health crisis where depression is on the rise and anxiety and all of these other things are on the rise. Um, how does what we put into our bodies in terms of nutrition um, or even in terms of just changing things up, you know, whether we introduce fasting or a, a specific way of eating like keto, how does that change the effect of our mental health if it does? It completely does because um, there's, there, there's two things to think about here. One is that if you give somebody a car, and you say to them, drive this car and it's got a puncture, it's got no oil and the petrol gauge is on empty. The car's not going to function and somebody's going to think you're stupid to try and drive the car. But as humans, we can wake up every day absolutely exhausted, having eaten really badly the day before, <clears throat> get coffee and then a Coke to wake ourselves up and, um, and then not feel so great and take a pill for that. And people don't call you stupid. Mm. So if you think of your, I, I honestly and truly use this with coaching all the time. I teach people, think of your body as a car. Because with when you are functioning at your optimum, it doesn't mean you're not going to have anxiety. It doesn't mean you're not necessarily going to have depression or any of those things. But what it actually means is that you are a physical being. And so when you make your physicality at optimum, then everything fires at its best. And the thing about that is it then allows you to isolate the actual problem. If you're having four Diet Cokes a day and you walk in the door and say, I feel awful. Uh, yeah, 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 I completely believe you. Yeah. Whereas, but we have certain things we've learned to accept as a society. If you were drinking four bottles of vodka a day, somebody wouldn't say, oh my God, you poor, well, they might. And then, you know, but then to put you in rehab. Mm. Now. To me, I don't see any distinction between literally four meals of McDonald's, four Diet Cokes, and four alcoholic beverages, because they all have an effect on your system and how you feel. But we only believe it where it comes to one of them. Mm. But we will believe all of these things eventually. I, when I first said this 12, 13, 15 years ago, and I'm sorry to sound irritating and go, I've been saying, but I've been saying it for decades, where if you put something in your mouth, it affects how you feel. And we yeah. know this because if you eat a big bowl of porridge, you're going to want to fall asleep. <laughs> in an hour and a half, you want to fall asleep. But now if you take that porridge and you put a tablespoon of almond, in, uh, almond butter in it and then chuck into a couple of tablespoons of chia, that is a balanced meal. Not only do you not want to fall asleep, but it will keep you going for up to four hours. Yeah, that's so really it's a, interesting. It's a degree. But it is impossible for you to separate your mental processes from your physical health. 
impossible. Mm. So I'm not saying all depression can be cured by physical health. I'm saying that you, when you feel strong physically, will absolutely change how you feel emotionally and mentally. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And and also, you know, we're, we're obviously we're in a culture of sort of instant gratification. So we want results really fast in terms of someone who comes in a client of yours looking for that change. And maybe there's not necessarily a huge, a huge amount of change. Maybe they're fairly healthy already, but it's a matter of eliminating or maybe changing up combinations and, and uh, you know, something a bit more simplified. Um, it, how, how soon is it then that they see a very significant result? On average, obviously it's different for everyone. So number one, I always, uh, let me just pick up one fallacy in that. People think they eat healthier than they do. Yeah. So I always say to people, what did you eat yesterday? Because if I ask you, how's your diet? You'll say it's not so bad. It's yeah. this, it's this, it's this. And you tell me what you think and what you know, but not what you ate. So then when you say, what did you eat yesterday? For all of your listeners, write down what you ate yesterday. And it will tell me exactly if you're overweight, if you're feeling bad, if you wake up tired, if your brain's functioning well, exactly. Wow. Track that to what you ate yesterday. Okay. Firstly. Wow. Secondly, um, when you make change, you can make change within days, six days. Actually, you can transform how someone feels. If they will give me their body, I will give them a new version of them in six days. The body is constantly changing constantly right so it is not like if you drink water you need to go pee because it's constantly changing so why would it not change in any other way your body's all getting healthy is about not just what you put in but it's also what you take out so you have to balance both of those for you to understand how to actually get into a place of health and for me health means balance it's balance and wellness. I actually do like margaritas. I'm not going to give them up. <laughs> Have faith. I'm not going to give them up. I used to be that person. People used to get when in those days when we used to go out and eat, people used to always feel bad about going out and eating with me until they knew me. And then I'd be the one ordering the chocolate. I'd be the one with margarita. Because if I eat well, 80 to 90% of the time, if I want chocolate, I eat chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like the guilt and the shame that comes with that. That's what I want to take away from people. I, I never want you to wake up feeling bad about how you eat. Because food is, is, the way you eat tells your body how much you love it. True, true. Yeah, no, that's a really, and, that, and I think that's such an important point to remember. Uh, you obviously, you mentioned something which I think is, is key as well, when you were talking about the porridge and the oats and, you know, the combination and how that changes the effect it has on your body is there any certain combination where you're just like no this is something that everyone should avoid you should not have this with this if there was like this generic rule um for everyone it's not so much i mean yes there are the the, the fit for life diet which was an old diet and it was phenomenal and it would say don't eat carbs and protein and eat protein with vegetables and it sort of did this thing and it was phenomenal because what it did was it enabled your body to digest things better and easier nowadays really the only rule that i try and teach people is don't eat fruit with your food or after your food i teach all my clients to eat fruit before your food because fruit takes three to 10, 20 minutes to get digested and food can take up to three hours. Mm -hmm. So really 
eat the fruit first because it has a multiple benefits. It gives you, um, it rehydrates you because fruit is very high in water. It gives you um, that satiation of the sweetness in your mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also a lot of fiber and enzymes going through your system before you eat. So it's actually the best kind of starter almost. So eat fruit first yeah. and then eat the rest of, of your meal. Um, and you know, add green leaves to everything literally just add green leaves to everything all oh, the time yeah that's something I, I need to start doing then <laughs> yeah. don't even think about it just I look at a meal I ate something the other day and I couldn't I couldn't quite get my head around eating it it was cauliflower with something and it was all white and I couldn't I couldn't cope I couldn't cope I actually couldn't <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I went out and got some green leaves and then I put them underneath, put the cauliflower on top of it, make a smoothie. I put this, I've got this, my breakfast, and it has, um, I don't know what I put in there. It might've been spirulina because I didn't put green leaves in that because I didn't blend it. It's okay. overnight oats. So I put spirulina in it. Um, so yeah, put green in everything. Green in everything. Make it non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah, no, true, true. And I think, I think, yeah, it, it takes time to, to create a new habit, doesn't it? We just have to do it consistently and, and make it a new one. I think that's key as well a lot of the time. I want to also acknowledge the fact that we've, you know, we've 2020 hit us with a with a pandemic. It was very difficult for everyone, regardless of, you know, and I feel, I feel like in every in every sense, we all were impacted in different ways, yes, but yes. everyone was impacted. Was there anything for you which was particularly challenging during this new time, or were you able to learn a new skill, or is this a, 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 a lesson for you which is you know, valuable, which has come out of this whole experience? I mean, the thing that changed for me the most, there were a few things, like I've always worked from home because I have other premises around London, but I've, I'm personally, my admin office has always been at home because I never got that out of my head with the kids. Um, but what I hadn't really paid much, I'd always coached and I hadn't really thought about the coaching. I sort of did it as an adjunct to what I was doing. So my job was the CEO of Nosh and then I coached. From when March first kicked in and all our clients really started to struggle, from April, I have I, I've moved into, oh gosh, coaching. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I woke up this year thinking coaching. And so everything that I'm doing is going much more towards actually coaching and how to support and how to help my, my ideal client are professional successful women who just wake up in the morning thinking this is just shit because so many do, right? They don't have the space, they don't have the time and they're just overwhelmed. And so the life that they were just about hanging on to because they were so successful it, and they would always be thinking, God, how do I clone myself? They're now really struggling. Yeah. Wow. Really struggling. And, and we, as women, we just don't have a strong sense of self-care. We don't, you know? And, and so that, that I just, I wake up every day thinking, right, how, how do I do that? So that's, I'm actually quite, I've spent most of my adult life in the public eye one way or another, because I've done a lot of radio, TV, and I've always been very introverted about it. I'm like, if it comes, I'll do it. I'm like, now I'm like, no, you know, you actually can be helpful. Shut up and get out there and try and help more. And so I'm trying to change that. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. You live and learn, right? 
Absolutely, 100%, 100%. Well, it was so lovely talking to you, Geeta, about your journey and, uh, you know, about all the wonderful things that you're doing. And if anyone does want to, you know, try out your products, get in touch with you, even as a coach, um, where do they need to go? Please go to noshdetox.com. So it's N-O-S-H detox.com and you can just just you'll find ways to contact us and basically the email is info at moshdetox.com but come there have a look reach out to us and we you know you don't have to be a client you don't have to give me money for us to talk to you we're so happy to have a conversation and help you regardless so please do reach out and thank you so much for having me That's it for me today on Unplug with Annie. Until next time, remember you can stay tuned with everything Unplug on www.unplugwithannie.com. I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Mandy Hale. You'll learn as you get older that rules are made to be broken. Be bold enough to live life on your terms and never ever apologize for it. Go against the grain, refuse to conform, Take the road less traveled instead of the well-beaten path. Laugh in the face of adversity and leap before you look. Dance as though everybody is watching. March to the beat of your own drummer and stubbornly refuse to fit in.